Hi, witches, and welcome to Witch and a Bitch in a Podcast. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm Vicky. How are you all today? I'm super excited. Why am I excited? Wow, because we have the amazing Kyle Gray. <laughs> so, I mean, he comes with no introduction, but Kyle Gray is a spiritual teacher with a difference. Uh, with his sharp wit, need for truth, and a desire to shed light upon some of the more complex spiritual subjects, Carl has become one of the most sought-after experts within his field. With spiritual encounters from an early age, Carl was just four years old when his grandmother's soul visited him from the other side. Growing up, Kyle always had the ability to hear, fear, uh, feel, and see what goes beyond the natural senses, which eventually led him to discovering the power of angels and positive energy in his teens. These days, Kyle is an international speaker and best-selling author of seven books, including the much-loved Angel Prayers and Raise Your Vibration. He also co-created four oracle decks that have wowed his audiences by bringing a modern and exciting face to the angels, ancestors, and ascended masters. So can you please welcome Kyle Gray! We forgot to, but Kyle, you forgot to add uh, avid sneaker collector, <laughs> father of Thor the Chihuahua, um, like yeah. we, we need to add these to your bio because I mean, yes. <laughs> but, I did I did think that yesterday. I was like, oh, I really need to update this bio because I had to change. <laughs> I was like, oh, it says six books, but I've actually got seven, and it's about to yeah. be eight. <laughs> oh, is that is that a bit of an inside scoop, or is that common knowledge that there's going to be? It's, well, I think I've kind of been teasing, but there's a book coming in April. Yes. Yeah, so. ah. oh, is it is exciting? There, is, is there any? Are we allowed to say what yeah, the topic is? I can tell is? you, I can tell you. It's uh, Divine Master's Ancient Wisdom, it's called. So with the amount of masters, yeah. And can we can can people pre-order already? Or Yeah, I think I think so. It's already on Amazon and stuff, so it's unbelievable. Right, down. Sorry, just writing it down. I need to add something to my Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, it's a pleasure. I was kind of hoping that little Thor would be hopping around somewhere. Because <laughs> um, we, we've been, oh no. He's a night dog, honestly. He literally is, he? is like, he's not into the morning. He just goes back to bed. Oh, morning. he's my kind of dog. That's, <laughs> I like but, to sleep. Correct me if I'm wrong though. I think he's a in his past life or something. <laughs> I was gonna say, correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't there been a few times when he's woken up and wanted to get into bed and you have to keep putting him back into his bed and then- Well, he's now officially fully moved in. <laughs> <laughs> it always so, happens. That didn't it last long. Yeah, yeah, like, mine were the same. Put one man and a chihuahua in bed together. <laughs> No, but I have to say the, the ironic, I love, I love the irony of you have a dog named Thor. So you picture this big, massive, like wolfhound and you see this itty bitty <laughs> little teacup chihuahua. He's gorgeous. <laughs> he's so yeah, he's like 1.5 kilos. He's just so Is tiny. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I love you. Well, I wanted to ask you a question. This is something that we often start off with. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to know what would be your take on how would you define a modern witch or a, a modern, modern witch? Um, yeah. I mean, a, I know it's a big question, like there, there's a lot to it, but what's kind I of mean, your it, definition? What would I you guess say? there's there's many levels to it, but I think mm. now because witch has become one of those reclaimed terms, especially yeah. for my generation where um people will say I'm a bit witchy, you know, but they yeah. might not follow the Celtic Wheel of the Year or practice the craft. So I think a modern day witch is just someone who's aware of their own 
innate power yeah, uh, yeah. to make a difference or to change the world around them. I think that's really what a modern day witch is. Yeah. And you I love can go it. running with that in many directions. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You can go kind of anywhere. So how Someone would you how would you sort of identify or, or what what kind of names or labels, I guess, for want of a better word, do you um, identify your spiritual practice? I, noticed, I found that really difficult. It is, the, isn't it? Yeah. Um, people, people say um, eclectic. Yeah. Whereas I think dabbler is a better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I definitely have dabbled in, in a lot of practices of you know yeah. all different styles. So I would say I'm a bit more of a dabbler, and um, but there's I think there's a real reason for that, and I'll, I'll say is that. Um, I think it's a memory. I think it's like a soul memory. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I was, I was right. I've been writing a lot about this recently where, you know, I've always felt really connected to Scotland and the mm-hmm. Celtic wheel of the year and like yeah. Gaelic yeah. traditions and, you know, the honoring of that. And it, mm-hmm. it feels very cool. But then I've also had this deep pull towards like the teachings of Christ and the yeah. fact that Mary Magdalene once walked the earth with Christ and they were, you know, a thing. Yeah. You know, I've always <laughs> felt really connected to that. And then when Vikings came on TV, I, I oh, legit yeah. I changed my identity. I was like, I am one of those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think lots of people did. I, I did too. I'm, I'm still there. I'm still yeah. there. Yeah, um, me too. I pull out all the Norse music, the whole thing. I work out to Norse music every yeah, day. It's awesome, isn't it? It's so good. <laughs> so then I was thinking recently, I was like, maybe it's me remembering figments of all the previous incarnations mm. that I've had, you know. Yeah. Maybe there was a time where I was a knight, maybe there was a lifetime where I was a yeah. Viking, you know. So um, I've been a bit more okay about it, yeah. you know, because I think a lot of people along the way have tried to divide us, you know, like you're yes. either you're either on the magical path or you're not you know yeah. and and yeah. for me that's helped me find peace with i'm you know so impressed with the ideas mm-hmm. that jesus christ brought to the world but yet yeah. i also yeah. definitely believe in the maiden the mother and the crone you know so yeah. it's like you know see, I that's, beautiful. that's beautiful because like you said that it has a lot in the world there is that sort of divide and yeah. creating that friction and things like that so when you can kind of weave them all together and bring them all together it's about creating that community and realizing that most things all come from the same space anyway right it's all love yeah Yeah, exactly that's that's what i say to people like i've i'm one of those people that calls myself an eclectic um but (laughs) now as soon as you said he's gonna take the dabbler now (laughs) no no because like i i think like i've dabbled in a few things but i've i guess eclectic is where i've taken on the things that serve me or that align with my Mm. spiritual practice or spiritual belief and then kind of the rest i'm like oh i've read about it but i'm like "Mm, don't really need that or that doesn't add anything to what i'm doing um Mm. Because I, I call myself like a, like a practice eclectic mysticism, as in because I'm I love reading about all the different scriptures and dogma. I mean, I have everything from Celtic to Chinese to Arabic tattooed on me, like literally every culture under the sun. So um, but yeah. So I actually wanted to unpack that a little bit more with you, if we may. So obviously everyone knows you mainly for your work with the angelic realm, um, but I actually knew well even aside from the angels i know you from the tarot realm as well as well as oracle cards but then i also know that you've done a lot of work with crystals but then on social media we see a lot of your celtic influence in there so yes. um 
Is there any other practices or paths that you followed over the years and how they've influenced you like today? Yeah, there's, a, there's a also a very strong pull to like Indian culture. So playing the harmonium, uh, practicing yoga. You know, I was looking at my memories on Facebook this week and six and seven years ago, I was literally living on an ashram in the middle of India. Oh, you know? really? Like, <laughs> <gasps> there's definitely, um, a real love for different pathways and a yeah. wanting to understand them. And I'm also on day 178 of unbroken Kundalini yoga meditation. Are uh, you? Yeah, it was That's one of my friends. Awesome. One of my friends had done it for a thousand days, this practice, and I was like, "That's amazing! That's like a three-year commitment." Mm. And um, I, I really watched it change our lives. It was one of the. Um, it was a friend, but. They also produced my events in Germany. Yeah. So her sister, who's like one of my best friends, had been doing it, and she's like 700 days in. And I was like, this is really cool that you have this like rooted practice you go to, you do it every day, kind of yeah. similar time to the same music. And I'd been reading about um, the powers of, you know, doing a, a meditation that's repetitive and how it can yeah. actually grow brain cells and memory power. So I started doing it and literally so hooked. It's like the one thing that's a non-negotiable in my day, yeah. you know, that I Is can that... Yeah, and it's the oh, Kundalini. Oh, that's awesome. And so did you do a course in that? Or is it something that you found online? Or if, if, people, yeah, if, people, if people are interested? I've never, I've never trained in Kundalini yoga. I've like always mm. followed the tantric yoga traditions, you know, Ashtanga and, you know, and then eventually trained in forest yoga, but the, um, when I when I found about this, I just asked my friend to show me how yeah. to, because there's like a, a step you have to tune in with this chant, and then the meditation's an 11 minute non-stop chant, and it's just, yeah. there's something about it. Yeah. Yeah, there's something amazing about, especially like the chanting, and just that yeah. power of the voice, it's amazing. Yeah, and like, I'm not really interested in, because they use the word guru all the time, but mm. as a wonderful teacher, but it's about calling the teacher out from within. And that's why I love yeah. that meditation. Yeah, wow. that's amazing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Awesome. Can this for 11 minutes, we'll chat. I was about to say, is there movements as well? Because I know, because yeah. I'm a yoga teacher as well, and I love Kundalini, but it's something I've never been trained in or anything. And I know there's a lot of movement as well as the yeah. um, chanting and everything. I was always a little bit hesitant because, I, no offense to any Kundalini traditions, but I saw a lot of people, like I saw a lot of white people wearing a lot of white and I was a bit like, I know, oh, that's a bit, yeah. This feels, <laughs> feels intense. But yeah. then, you know, I, I, you know, I just wear what I wear and I do. Yeah, just do it. I was gonna say, do you wear white? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you wear white? <laughs> it feels fine for me, you know, so yeah, it's really quite fascinating. I love that. I love that because I even watched a like uh, for those that haven't watched your YouTube channel. Like I love that recently. Actually, I don't know if it was a recent video. Maybe it was something that I just saw recently. But when you were talking about your like five favorite books, I don't know if there was a recent video. It was a while ago now. But um, and I love that because the the five books that you chose were literally just like for anyone that couldn't connect the dots because they're literally five very different areas of spirituality, mm. which I love yeah. because it shows that you've got a very broad reading spectrum. Whereas a lot of people are just like witchcraft and that's it yeah whereas we literally have a front room in our house that we've called the library <laughs> one because it sounds a bit bougie saying i'm just oh, off to the library now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like we call it the library but um also because it's like literally just wall-to-wall -wall books floor to ceiling 
um but yeah no i love that you've you've literally got a very eclectic taste in things and i think it also shows in your in your work like i mean obviously mm. you've got the books about angels and everything but you can see that you're very well versed when it comes to creating an oracle deck because like i think this is why i keep buying your decks i'm a bit of an addict because of the <laughs> fact that you you don't like you know what i mean as in it's this thing that with your decks you cover all different belief systems all different traditions all different dogmas and it's like just yeah, it's not pigeonholed to one exactly. kind of area. I think that's what I think it's especially the keepers of the light that one. I really love how they're different figures from all yeah. different cultures and things yeah. like that as well. So is that kind of important to you to have like that broad spectrum of knowledge? Yeah, it was when I first started to actually have these really deep experiences of the angels, you know, yeah. and one of the first messages I, I heard from the angels was really simple. It was no one has been forgotten and and i really felt that if if i was going to represent you know this topic and these yeah. beings because i really see myself as a colleague of the angels you know like I love um, that. It, because you know I've, I've been given this really incredible opportunity and a very abundant amazing life to write about this very specific and i guess niche subject mm -hmm. yeah. and i wanted to make sure that if you know one of my books landed on the lap of you know say a, a woman sitting in the middle of sri lanka that she'll be able to find herself in my work yeah, yeah. and yeah. and that was really what i wanted to do i wanted you know everyone in the world to be able to pick up any of my work and be able to say oh there's an angel who has the same skin tone as me in there or mm. there's an angel that looks like me or there's an angel that i feel i could relate to or connect with yeah um, so I, I made it. I made it really important, and and I think there's a reason for that as well. Um, when I when I first and I'm jumping in, yeah, had oh good, I had seen angels. You know, grow. I had seen angels growing up. I had seen angels for other people. I'd never met my own guardian angel, oh. if you will, my own guide until I was about twenty, and. Oh, really? I remember, yeah, so I'd seen everyone else's angels. I yeah. never actually had my own experience of my own. And I remember one morning waking up and there was like, um, I had been going through a hard time. I had, I'd started my spiritual business like many people and it was going so well. And then I just kind of hit a brick wall with it where it was a little bit emotionally overwhelming. So I was, you know, yeah. 17 yeah. and I started my business and yeah. then so I took a bit of a hiatus and I went to study music and then I ended up becoming a DJ and I got oh, signed. Nice. Yeah, and I won this like music competition. And then I I got a day-to-day -day nine to five job as an events coordinator in a hotel. <laughs> and um it was like it was really good because like I had a really good life with a good car, you know. Yep. All this stuff. Everyone knew me. I could get into all the clubs for free. Like there was just like that thing happening. Yeah. But I also felt this deep, like, feeling of there's not actually a purpose in this yeah, for me. Yeah. It can be more. purposeful for others. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. And um, I had been having a hard time because every every other colleague that I was working with at the time didn't really know about online marketing and me using social media to get clients and I yeah. hit a really high on my sales and they yeah. were giving me a hard things. So I went to bed with this book about angels. It was by Diana Cooper. Mm -hmm. It was called Angels Inspiration. Never forget this as long as I live. Chapter five was called Feathers. 
<laughs> and I opened up the book and a feather fell out of <gasps> the book. Brand really? Is yeah. Oh Literally, my gosh. Every, every hair on my arms stood up. I, I fell asleep feeling loved. And the next morning yeah. I woke up and there was this, I mean, gigantic black man standing at the side of my bed, but he was wearing like chain mail. That would be a little bit scary to wake up to. Well, there's two parts where I was like, whoa, there's a really tall black man standing by my bed. (laughs) But then there's also this, this, but I knew it wasn't, he wasn't from this realm because there was fire in his eyes. It's the only way to describe it. Yeah. But he looked like Obama and um, I was, I was like shook. And I remember just getting up kind of like pooping off, going yeah. to the bathroom to get shower, coming back, still could see him, like full oh, physical and yeah, yeah. And I was like, that is so weird. And that day I had been at work, I was at my desk, I was doing something and my phone kept ringing off the hook. And wow. um, it was a newspaper offering me uh, an, op- an opportunity to become a columnist for them. Wow. Oh, wow. As, the angel whisperer but i I'd, I'd been absolutely against the idea i didn't really want to do it you know yeah. especially right this is the sun newspaper so it's like big massive oh, leadership yeah that's like a like a really yeah. mainstream kind of newspaper yeah like like yeah. you know very right-winged yeah conservative newspaper that's yeah. built upon kind of trashing people yeah. it just felt <laughs> a bit no but i ended up um going with it and yep. i ended up getting the job at the sun i stayed there for five years and wow. the um but the reason i think i saw this angel was one I think it was the moment for me I could actually say yes to the angels mm-hmm. but I also yeah. think the angels represented themselves as this black angel as a very key focus in my work where although I can't speak for black people or anyone of color yeah. I can bring their representation into my work which is yeah. centered in the white world yes. and create an opportunity and an openness for diversity so I think that was you know, a big, a big message there. Yeah. And, but I think that's, that's the thing that stands out for me about your work though, because it's like, especially those who grew up in any form of Christianity, we have this yeah. romanticized uh, Renaissance version of an angel that it's like this white person <laughs> with these big wings and either that, or it's a little chubby kid, like a little chubby <laughs> baby with a wings, like a little cherub, or it's like this big, grand you know armored dude with it like with his long locks of hair and whatever else and it's like it's very much that whole medieval romanticized mm. kind of version of yeah. angels and i love that your decks actually show that angels come in all different shapes and sizes and religions not religions but like you know all different like they come from everywhere they're not just yeah. one thing um and i know that there's a bit of a stigma especially amongst witches that a lot of witches will go oh can't touch that that's judeo-christian abrahamic mm even though I've always believed as someone who has like dealt with the angel realm and stuff, it's like, they don't like, they appear in the, in all different religious scripts. They're not held to one specific thought system or, you know, you know what I mean? I I don't know if I'm making sense when I say this, because it's kind of just coming out loud, but um, (laughs) yeah, it's like, it's often seen that they're, it's a them and an us, like kind of like witches and then angels. But I love the fact you bring the two together. Like you don't have to separate yourself from one or the other. Um, yeah, I've always, I've always felt that I've always tried to go out my way to make sure that people can feel safe. 
Mm -hmm. it, either like at my events or um, it, like, because I'm very ceremonial. If you if you ever see me speak, I like I call it in the corners. I get everyone yeah. to stand up and face all directions. Like yeah. there's a very ceremonial aspect to it, and it has a very witchy, Gardnerian Wiccan yeah. undertone. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, you know, I'm not pointing that out. It's just there. Yeah, it's yeah. just sitting under the surface. So that's there, and then there's also I'm being really privilege that you know in a lot of the last few events that I was able to do physically there was a lot of like trans people I even had someone in drag at one of my events I was like you know like there's there's, awesome. there's space in place for everyone yeah and and I've, I've really uh used that space to direct that you know and yeah and and I've always made a point of just I've, I've gone up to these people and be like I see you I'm so grateful that you're here you know yeah. Thank that's you for beautiful. trusting me with your 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 life, mm. and um, yeah, that's always been really. I'm gonna cry about that. <laughs> I was gonna say that's really beautiful. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. And so by how... the way, you're allowed to cry. Like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. this, yeah. this, this is, is a safe space. No idea. I'm literally like the most like yeah cry person ever. It's, it's <laughs> totally fine. I only cry for TV shows, <laughs> animal I... stuff. It's usually animal stuff on TV shows. <laughs> yeah, voice, like I can't control myself. I watch the yeah. voice. Literally a mess. Oh, yeah, I do too. I must admit on those. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 should have known, I should have known this already, but what is your star sign? Oh, it's Pisces. Oh, well, that makes sense then. Oh, but I've got Leo, yeah. Leo Ascendant. And, yeah. Oh, uh, me too. See the Leo here. <laughs> yeah, the hair. Yeah, I do not have Leo in my star sign. <laughs> um, I've got Leo. What else? Taurus Moon. Taurus. Yeah. Oh, nice. People, people get me into trouble sometimes for being quite bougie and um, uh, like it's like self-confess. Like I, I like nice things, and I'm I always mean... like. <laughs> Hey, but I've got Leo rising in Taurus. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. What do you expect? I mean, I saw because those those shoes that you recently posted on social media on Instagram. I think it was on your stories or something with all the. I don't know if they were Swarovski crystals or what they were, but there was like. Oh yeah. Did you were they a purchase or just something that you saw in a shop? It was. Um, I actually went, last two years ago. Was it last two years ago? I went to Paris for Fashion Week and learned how to craft my own sneakers, and I made oh. friends with all these. Um, custom sneaker makers. So they buy like a Nike shoe and they rip it apart and rebuild it. And um, so the guy, the guy that had made those sparkly Travis Scott shoes, had yeah. basically bought Nike, pulled them apart, rebuilt them, and then I bought them. So yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. I didn't even know that was a thing that like they pull them apart and re. Yeah, they call it custom and yeah, customization. Um, it's a big, it's a big scene, and it was oh, it was really that. cool to learn how to do it because you know I, I wear sneakers every day, so I wanted to know how you know you mm. put a sneaker together. It took me forty hours to make a pair. Really? What? So long. Oh, wow. Yeah, my my husband gives me a lot of shit that I'm always I have so many pairs of sneakers, and I think the first pair of non sneakers that I bought was for my wedding day. <laughs> he, he gave me a bit of a look he's like please tell me you're not gonna wear flip-flops or sneakers on our wedding i'm like well we are on a beach in hawaii yes and he's like no dress shoes and he's like, okay fine so i got my first pair of lace-ups but um 
But yeah. Oh. That's fine. That's fine. Honey, I'm like between sneakers and barefoot, though. I'm very barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say that's I mean, me. I love going on stage wearing a really cool pair of trainers, but I also love going on barefoot. It just feels a bit more. <laughs> Bohemian, you know. <laughs> yeah, it gives you that that extra cred there as well. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm spiritual. Look at me. I know. Can you spritz? You can just have a bit of a spritz when you get there, and you'll be fine. <laughs> I love it. We all do it. Oh, now I feel see? left out. I know. Oh, see, now you have to do it too. Yeah. Uh, everything has to happen. I'm known please. for my spritzing. I often yeah. spritz. We have a bit of a running joke here. We were going to call it Vicky's Spritzometer and we're going to keep track of how many times she spritzes on camera. But I think the first episode we recorded, I lost count. Yeah, that was a... Well, focused on what we're talking about. If it makes you feel better, one of the first times I ever hung out with Gabrielle Bernstein, we were in a taxi in London and it was smelling really bad. And I, <laughs> I pulled out a bottle of Aura spray and started spraying it in the car. And she's like, I love that you just did that. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, look, I, I'm guilty of having my, my, well, it's my, obviously it has other purposes than a room deodorizer. Yes, it's actually like yes. other things in it, but I actually take it in my gym bag to the gym because I teach back-to-back -back classes, especially if I have to teach like Pilates or something after I've just taught Zumba. I'm like, <laughs> you know that it's a bit like, so I just go, hang on guys, before you sit down. Just spritz. Yeah, 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 totally. Okay, you're good. <laughs> I actually recently did it on a flight. It was a long haul flight somewhere, and I was like doing all the. I use Orisoma, and I was doing oh, like, yeah. and, like doing all this, and this the the cabin crew came over to me. <laughs> She's like, because I had the you know the the thing up. Oh, the thing down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Excuse me, so what are you doing?" I was like, "I'm just exercising the aircraft here." <laughs> And she went, thank God someone is. And then <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just doing an exorcism. Just like took it in her stride. Like, no. I'm sure they see some weird and wonderful I was thing. about to say, I'm pretty sure that that's probably minute yeah. on some of the things that they see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that would be hilarious. Can you next time, I want to see you with your drum, what you did oh, for the winter solstice. I know that you did your little drumming chant ceremonial thing on Instagram live. I'd love to just see you just stand up randomly in a plane and start drumming and chanting. Well, I have to explain the drum all the time because, you know, the drum goes with me on tour and, you know, I, the drum's been on more flights than most people. And, um, <laughs> I was on a flight one time and uh, I was trying to like get the drum and someone was like, what is that, sir? I'm like, it's a drum. And they're like, that's a really weird drum. I'm like, it's a shamanic drum. And then it was just so funny, like having to explain it. I'm like, what do you use that for? Well, yeah. you know? <laughs> well. <laughs> how long have you got? Here we go. <laughs> but it was funny because one of the other cabin crew on that flight had then said, I know who this guy is. I've seen him use this drum online. Oh, really? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, just before we go on, speaking of that video on Instagram for the winter solstice. Mm. Oh, yeah. Can you help me out with the pronunciation? I've always said that it was Serenos, but how do you actually say it? You say it completely different. 
You can say it, and well, and I say it kind of Scottish. There's a Scottish yeah. ver- Kernunus. So, yeah, but you can say Kernunus. Okay. Yeah, because it's uh, originally it was a K. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a K. So, uh, like, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that whenever we're doing uh, an episode about one of the like major sabbats or the cross quarter fire festivals or did i say that the yeah. right way vicky yeah 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 no. <laughs> anyway i always have to ask you against my alexandrian like which my, wait did i say oh, that right? love it yeah well i yeah i've trained in it yeah so um like whenever we're doing this and we're talking about like all the deities for that particular sabbath and stuff and like i can go through like i'm great with my nordic languages with my indian languages my arabic languages chinese everything and then i get to gaelic and i'm just like I apologize to any Gaelic listeners. I'm going to bastardize <laughs> this one right now because I have no idea how to pronounce it because there's all these extra letters and things and I'm just like, you pronounce some but not all and I'm like... Even the word that's... even the word Gaelic, some people say Gaelic here. So it's ah. Gaelic. Ah, okay. It's, like, it's a minefield, isn't it, really? I was going to say. And it's like... How do you say Halloween in the Celtic style? I say uh, Sal. Salen. I say Sawin. 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 Yeah. In in means evening in Scots. So yeah. Oh. Interesting. So even on that, like, because we we actually made a joke because a lot of people call it Samhain, which I yeah, get yeah. triggered. Yeah. I get triggered when people pronounce things wrong. Uh, but then I pronounce things wrong, so it's like whatever. So I blow um, his mind all the time because I always pronounce things wrong. Yeah. Sometimes you'll say, you know that thing. Wait, you say, it. and I say, what language is your yeah. Spanish? I'm like. Can you spell it for me? And then she spelled, I think it was like Ojos de Dio. Like it was Ojos yeah. de Dio, like, you know, which is like their God's eye. Um, yeah. But anyway, so like, you know, when we got to Sawin or Sawin, or how we pronounce it, like we made up our own, which we called it, we said to everyone, Happy Belloween Haim. Yeah. So we said Beltane, <laughs> Halloween, Sawin together. Yeah. So we called it Belloween Haim. Let's put them all in. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's good. I like that. It's like we called it Yulatha, Mary yeah. Yulatha, because it's Yul and Litha at once. So we're like, Mary oh, Yulatha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we do this thing when we smash them together sometimes, yeah. just for fun. I like that. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to bring it back to the angel stuff a little bit. Yeah. How we were Sorry, talking reeling about... it in, reeling it no, in. No, that's okay. That's okay. I'm just mining in time. It's 11 11, <laughs> just so you know. Ah, oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, for those that haven't seen, go back and watch yes. our episode on angel numbers because how it all started. this is how this all started. Because Vicky and I were recording and it was 11.11 when we're talking about you and we're talking about 11.11. And I said, Kyle, uh, thank you, angels, for bringing us Kyle on a future episode. <laughs> and then Vicky says, if you watch it carefully, she says, give us a sign I did. between my sentences. And then while right. we kept talking about you, then when I checked the time, it was 11.11. I'm like, yep. fuck off, did that just happen? <laughs> like, because that was not planned. Because we don't know. Sometimes we do multiple takes before we get it right. Da da da. So we don't know what time it's going to be. And then, yeah. Anyway, so bring it back to the angels. Go, Vicky. <laughs> I just want to say, how would you sort of, um, I guess, describe or how do you see them? Because like when when we were talking before about how there's often that sort of perception that they're a bit like yeah. fluffy or that they're sort of Christian only. Um, how would you sort of describe them or i guess for one of a better word sort of how do you picture them i guess yeah you know or their the energy years, i guess what's their energy i guess is probably more yeah, over the years it's really evolved i think that 
wherever you are and whatever path you're walking, the angels will kind of work with that yeah. to share their being. And I, I really would say that they're probably the best shapeshifters there ever was. <laughs> you know, because yeah. over, over the years and over the millennia, they've really shifted their, their way. But for me, there's no difference between what I call an angel and what someone would call a deva or a dakini or yeah. the bodhisattva in the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. You yeah. know, like there's, I, I genuinely just see that angels are divine intelligence coming to us in a personified form so that mm -hmm. we can have a relationship with it. Yeah. So that's simply it. And so, for example, say someone's following a more pagan path or a, a more like earth-based tradition, you would just call it divine intelligence you know it'd be like yeah. the intelligence that encourages the flowers to grow or yep. the wheel of, you know of the year to turn it's just that intelligence that's within everything and I, I would say that um a lot of people have always made angels very celestial like very mm. up there yep. but they definitely are in honor and in connection with nature and that's why they use nature as their way of getting in touch so they use the signs of animals or the feathers of certain of beings that come to us they, they're very in touch with nature itself mm -hmm. uh, so divine intelligence i would i would yeah. describe it as and ultimately their their presence is is just a a very loving energy yeah yeah you know when when i i've always tried to go for direct experience and then interpret it to the world yeah. and i remember one time asking the angels to you know ex express to me who they really were and i saw the universe as this giant big heart it was just a big heart beating wow. mm -hmm. and every time the, the heart was to beat the beat would be an angel oh, oh wow yeah. part of the heart of the divine um, and so when people say to me, I get this all the time, like, why do you speak to angels and not God? You know, why do you? Yeah. And yeah. I always say, well, when I'm speaking to an angel, I'm speaking to the heart of God. There's no mm. separation. And that's yeah. that's where the issue is in the kind yeah. of Judeo-Christian world is that there's God in them or... Yeah, they're separate. Yeah. It's all very separate, but even yeah. modern day science and physics is telling us that nothing is separate mm. anymore. No. You know, yeah. I can lovingly think about you in Australia and you could be on an MRI machine and your body and brain will light up, you know, yeah. like I'm in there's, Fascinating. you know, an intangible but tangible connection to everything. Mm. So um uh, I'll say that the angels ultimately are just the energy of the world yeah. giving us yeah. personality yeah. and I've, I've often said that like my belief is that spirit will always present itself spirit universe god angels insert synonym here i say that because like i believe in so many different things mm. like a lot of people question how i can call myself a witch but yet i still practice or like serbian orthodoxy because i still honor that as well because that was my traditional upbringing so i still yeah, yeah. hold on to that and i you know was raised catholic when i was a child so i still honor that as well so they're like how can you do both i'm like well what you call the duality of like the god and goddess like who's to say that the god you're referring to is not the same god that the christian is referring to like who knows no mm. one knows because i always say that universe spirit source will always present itself in a way that resonates with the person who's inquiring and so for me it makes sense that angels will appear in the way that mm. most resonates with you 
as yeah individual. yeah i love that and i also like when someone would say to me sees the word god they've got like this very like like Ga like gandalf from what are the rings <laughs> Right, big you know, beard, big stuff. Yeah. Thou shall not pass. Like, yeah, they've got that, like, um, yeah, that image. But for me, as soon as someone says the word God, it just it goes beyond yeah. male, female. It's just yeah, like yeah. the quantum field. You know, it's just yeah. this yeah. energy. My mom's um, my mom uses the word goddess more than I do. Actually, she just really? like she'll say, oh my goddess, like or <laughs> or she always that. says thank you goddess. Like she she's very resonance yeah. with with the goddess term it's funny it's funny because you're, you're almost just dissecting that from a like i've i'm a master practitioner for neurolinguistic programming so I, I'm, I'm always analyzing the things people say and like it's funny how sometimes you can pick up the little nuances like i tend to say oh my gods so you can oh, tell cool. you can tell that yeah. i'm like i believe in a polytheistic kind of system because i say oh my gods i always pluralize it because yeah. it's multiple um I've okay. even thought about that before. Yeah, but um, well, because also being European descent, like I don't know in in Europe if it's the same, but the people who come from Europe, who are born in Australia, we tend to say "Oh my God" a lot. It's like "Oh mm. my God, this," "Oh my God, that." Like it's just a phrase that's yeah. Yes, yeah, "Oh my God," you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Um, so bringing back to the angels. Sorry, I keep digressing. Um, I love a good tangent. Don't well, I was going to say we would love a good tangent. It's fine. <laughs> so when people think angels, obviously the for lack of a better word, stereotypical ones, people will think of the four main archangels. And I say main because they're the ones everyone thinks about, like Michael, Uriel, Raphael, and Gabriel. Mm -hmm. But then I have also, over the years, been like resonated with more like Metatron, Sandalphon. Like, I see them as like some of the main, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like I don't want to give them a yeah. hierarchy, but I see those guys plus a few others as being like the main entourage, I guess you'd call them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but then, like, are there any others that have really presented themselves to you or that you, like... Yeah, I mean, there, I I always just speak to the angels as a force, so I just go, yep. angels, mm. just yep. angels. Even though I know, like, I've got a name for my guardian angel, I don't believe that that's necessarily a requirement or a necessity. Mm -hmm. A lot of people give themselves a hard time. You know, I can't get my guardian angel's name, and then they just think they've failed at angels but that's <laughs> yes. that's that's not it because it, the the actual saying the word angels or even if you if that doesn't work for you, you can say guardian mm -hmm. um yeah. you know or guide you know you can just call yeah. on this presence it's, it's more a vibrational call you're it's not the mm -hmm. word you're saying it's how you feel yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, that's the magic um so what was i saying so I've always spoke to them like that, but when I was invited to write angel prayers, mm -hmm. it, it, they wanted me to kind of write this directory of angels. And initially, I'd written about the fifteen traditional, and then this this angel that I had kept experiencing called Orion. Yeah. Um, and then I went on to update the book and add in even more beings that I would consider angelic. And so one of them was the Shekinah. And um, oh, yeah. yeah, and I loved that it was like a, it was from Judaism the idea mm. that she has this yeah. you know um, feminine aspect of God like that just wowed yeah. me. And then I was even more like taken aback when I had done like this activation to connect with that that being and that experience like a Beyonce style like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Beyonce face with um, dove wings in the middle of the air, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was like this, like, and that was the only way to describe it. It was like the the fiercest aspect, you know, and and, and I mean like. Fierce. I was about yeah. to say, yeah. <laughs> like such a fierce side of things, yeah. yeah. Like such a fierce yeah. meets the Holy Spirit. Is the <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so. that, that's like next level right there. Yes. <laughs> I used that. I said that on a on a Instagram post one time. You know, think <laughs> think Holy Spirit and make it Beyonce. Like that is the <laughs> shaking up. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think there's loads of angels out there, and they're. You know, there's probably so many that we don't even know of or have a name to, and there's no correct term or anything like that. These are just um, how people have come to understand who the angels are and what their gifts are mm-hmm. is actually based on the Hebrew interpretation of what their name means. Uh, like so, Mikael ah. instead of Michael, Mikael or yeah. Mikael, right? He was like God, so therefore he's been given that position of the strong one, the forceful yeah. one, the powerful one, Uriel, light, you know, yeah. so therefore he's been associated with complete light and everything that you would experience in the light. So joy, success, happiness, yeah. awareness. So that's how I've gotten the information about mm-hmm. uh, the archangels over the years. And then in more recent times, I've been kind of toying with how to call them in because I was always calling the archangels into the four directions and yeah, again the four traditional and i've changed it recently oh um, have you yeah so i used to be uriel in the north and yeah. then it would be raphael in the east michael in yeah. the south gabriel in the west but now i do ariel in the north because oh. she's the lioness of god the protector of wild places so it makes it feels more connected to yeah and oh, so when I'm- yeah makes sense yeah because it yeah i was gonna say because we're also we usually flip yeah we flip, north, and uh, south. north and oh, south yeah we flip north and south here yeah right so your north is fire yeah yes yeah right, right. That makes but, sense. Then, but then depending on who you talk to as well because some people also because we get uh de- like depending on what you subscribe to because some people i know from melbourne anyway because uh they will keep west as being water um but then they put fire in the east because fire and water are opposite each other, like the triangles are the other way around. And because our the sun rises in these, so they see the sun as a source of light and fire and whatever else. That's the same um, as the shamanic tradition. And, and then they put air in the north because we tend to get northerly winds a lot in where we're from. So all the winds tend to come from the north. Yeah. Um, and then they put earth down like south because that's yeah, where Antarctica is. Whereas then sometimes I've seen some people flip those and they say, well, beyond us is just nothing, it's ocean. So they put the landmass in the north because I'm at the southern point of Australia. So I'm like, oh, this is so confusing. But yeah. like, obviously, we keep telling people just do what resonates with you yeah. and your mm. local practice or where you live. But I was actually going to be a bit tongue in cheek. I was going to say, hey, now that you've got this relationship with him, do you sometimes like if you're wanting to talk to Michael, is it always like, call it like, thank you, Archangel Michael, blah blah, or do sometimes you just go, yo, Mikey, what's up in the hizzle? <laughs> yeah. Just come down and cut these cords. You know what I'm saying, my bro? Like. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, Angels, it's me again. (laughs) (laughs) Archangel Michael's been the one consistent angel that I guess I've called on every day. And then Michael and Metatron are the two angels that I'll I'll go to all the time. I was going to say one last, so Ariel in the north, and then when you call in the sun and the moon, you call in Uriel for the sun and and Haniel for the moon. 
it starts shifting it. And then if you really want to go far, you go Mike, uh, Metatron to bring in the heavens and Sandalphon. Yeah, from, from yeah. below. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so in that paradigm, who stays in the south? So Michael stays in the south because okay. he's... Yeah, fire. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, the warmer weather. Okay, got it. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Oh, I like um, that. So no, when I speak to the angels, I just speak to them like friends. Uh, but, yeah. but if I'm really needing to shift something, I'm quite dogmatic with the angel prayers philosophy. I'm yeah. like, thank you. And then I step into that, you know, really imagining and feeling that what I'm asking for has already been answered. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. if you really think about it, it's quite magical, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, that's it, definitely. You're intentional. And, and yes. it's, uh, this is where, like, uh, working, like, as I work as a life coach and health coach during the day outside of being a witch and fitness instructor. Mm. So when I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, everything else, like, insert all the different job titles <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, so, like, I always talk to my clients about this. I say, whenever they're writing goals, like, if we're doing goal setting or whatnot, I always talk about them as that write the goal in the future, like, today is an insert whatever day. And yeah. I have achieved X, Y, Z. So you talk about it as if it's already happened. Yes. And so that way you're telling your future self, this is what needs to happen by this day. And then it, the universe will catch up to that rather mm-hmm. than, oh, I want to lose X kilos or I want to make X dollars. Great. It's a want. Let's make it happen. Um, yeah. So I, I love that what Flip you the language. do ties in a lot with what I coach people on. So it's it, it makes a lot of sense. There's so much truth to that. Like you read any, yeah. anyone who writes mm. about manifestation, Gabriel Bernstein talks about it. Like you've talked about it. Like so many people yeah. who write about manifesting they all speak in the same language which is so good yeah i am i've even taken it a little bit further now where i don't ask for the thing i try and find what the thing would make me feel and feel the feeling yeah the feelings bring the things is what i always say yeah because you could be because you never know like we could be asking for a particular thing thinking that that's what it's going to make us feel like but it might not be it might actually Mm. be something else that gets us to that point and we've exactly. micromanaging. We've, yeah, we've talked about it a few times. Micromanaging spirit and source, thinking we yeah. know better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just instead of you know wanting like the house with the certain look to it, just yeah, embody the feeling of being home. You know, instead mm. of you know wanting a specific career feel, the feeling of success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I remember working with this one woman who was like a really high powerful kind of lawyer and she was like but she kind of lost her way with her career and one of the things that we done was I says do you have like any funnily enough expensive shoes and she's like yeah I've got a pair of <laughs> I've got a pair of Christian Louboutins I'm like go and get them right now and I made her like walk and strut her stuff in the shoes <laughs> like, you know like walking down the street she was unstoppable yeah. and and then she got like you know a massive job offer now i mean like, i love it you know like that's a so real, cool real job and she uh she was like that's thanks to those shoes like, it was <laughs> the shoes just help you get into that yeah you know, that feeling yeah mindset. yeah so it's really cool yeah it, awesome. it's, it's that whole thing of well not fake it till you make it but you embody that which you want totally. to become yeah that's like i tell people when i'm on the stage teaching mm. zumba to bring it back to that i don't know why but anyway i i change from beyonce to channing tatum depending on what song i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> now you've got an image in your head said, i've always said people don't know i'm gay until they hear until a beyonce song comes on and then <laughs> it's like a no-brainer <laughs> 
<laughs> Side note, you would actually love, so yeah. in Australia, not that we can go clubbing at the moment, well, actually, no, clubs have just started to open again here in Australia. But um, so there's, a, there's actually this club in- Oh, are you in lockdown? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the UK, you guys have got yeah. another really major wave at the moment, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, for Oh no. So I'm from Melbourne. We had lockdown for nine months. Oh, you don't. <laughs> so I'm like four weeks, uh, whatever. It's like nothing. Whatever. That's like, and it's done. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not comparing because you guys have actually got. It's really bad. I know over there for everyone in the UK. But um, mm. no. What I was gonna say is that in um, Melbourne and Sydney, we do this club called Swagger, which is a um, I say it's a queer event because it's not just LGBT. It's like anyone who yeah. wants yeah. to come along, like allies and whatnot. Yeah. And it's it's an urban night, so it's like everything from Beyonce to Destiny's Child to like uh, to Miss Missy Elliott to you know just basically anything that's urban r&b hip-hop whatever and you see because when a beyonce song comes on all the gay boys jump on the podium <laughs> like single ladies single ladies it's just you just reminded me of that just now I'm like oh my god kyle would love that club yeah really. <laughs> yeah I went to a club night, not not what well, was kind of a while ago now, but it was a ladies' night. It was, and I remember Diana Ross came on and I jumped on the podium. So yeah, <laughs> I the, love it. The best of us. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> so I guess that one of the things I'd like to do, if with you, if you will, um, it's something that I saw on a video on your YouTube channel. So for those that don't follow him, firstly, why not? And secondly, yeah. <laughs> go to YouTube, find Carl Gray UK, click subscribe, click the little bell, do all the things that you've already done for our channel. <laughs> um, but I love that there was a video. It was about, oh, you call it life hacks, spiritual life hacks. And oh, yeah, yeah. talking about the putting your protection, like daily protection in. Because I know this is a thing that a lot of people ask especially as a yeah. witch like they ask yeah. oh how do you protect yourself blah 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 blah. but i love the analogy you used which was cleanse tone and moisturize right <laughs> do you mind unpacking that for our listeners <laughs> yeah. so i was i was trying to because you know i was trying to teach people how to look after their energy and yeah. there were so many people i met along the way who had learned about you know energy protection i don't know about you but when i first learned about like crystal therapy or reiki you know there's white light, crystal shield, all of that stuff. Yeah, you just like imagine yourself in a bubble. And yeah. so I, like most people walk in the spiritual path, every time um, some weird energy comes along, we just instantly in our mind, if like say someone comes over and they've got a really draining energy or- you just go bubble. <laughs> like, like imagine there's a bubble around you. Yeah. So I, I had been doing that and um, I'd noticed, cause I used to do 45 angel readings a week at one point. Oh, and, wow. and I that's had, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired <laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look at me now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I um, had noticed some days I'd maybe forget because, you know, there's a lot of clients or yeah. something would happen, I'd feel really drained. And then I noticed when I started touring professionally that people who were doing the bubble thing were still yeah. feeling drained. So I remember asking the angels about it and they, they used an American term. They says you're cling wrapping it in. So we, <laughs> I would say cling film or cling yeah. wrap, yeah. but basically the energy's already on you and then you put the bubble around you the energy's Trapping stuck energy. in the bubble with you so you're basically in a tupperware dish <laughs> with the energy that you you try to you avoid want. yeah <laughs> oh my god the visuals that i have in my head right now <laughs> so i had been doing this cleanse tone and moisturize where you cleanse which would be like use an element or 
yeah. Archangel Michael's sword to like cut away anything that's you know holding you back first you tone by remembering your truth so saying something yeah. to reaffirm who you are and then you put on the moisturizer which is like the, <laughs> the layer at the very end you you know you don't put the moisturizer on until you've done everything else that's the, yeah, no. yeah, that's the end yeah yeah i've been doing that and it had been working a treat and then um i can't remember it feels like i've lost a year because you know, i didn't yeah. travel last year yeah. but the year before last i had been touring i'd been in america like five times and I ended up doing a retreat in that place in the Redwood Forest and um, it was a really cool place, like state-of-the-art, like organic and da 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 like cottages and it was like super cool. So me and my mum were sharing a cottage and it was so lovely. But um, that night I went to bed and I kid you not, it was like, you know, it was not, was not a vibe. And <laughs> I had done Glenn's tone of moisturize and yet I could still feel like there was a presence in the room mm -hmm. that that was not 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 bad, but just I wasn't really yeah, there to deal with it. Yeah. So cut the long story short, I basically I fell asleep that night and then I woke up in my dream I woke up I was very lucid and I saw a man shooting himself in the forest. And so the next <laughs> the next morning I told my mum, there was a guy in my room last night and he had, I think he shot himself. And oh my he, God. He was like a faceless man. And so we were at breakfast the next day in the big kind of national, and one of the event programmers came over to me and was like, so how are you settling into this place? And I was like, I mean, the place is amazing. The food is unbelievable, but the man who shot himself in the forest will not leave alone. <laughs> and it turns out, she was friends with him and she had this like complete meltdown. Oh, oh no, really? Yeah, it's complete meltdown. And so over the, the days that I'd been leading oh this God. retreat, I had been like unpacking it. So every day another thing would happen and yeah. I got this big story. And um, so they weren't really keen on me like finding out this like private information about yeah. the estate. Oh, it was, a, it was an absolute nightmare. So anyway, I was like, Angels, why is Cleanse Tone Moisturize not working? You know, yeah. why, why am I still- Why am I saying this? And they said, it's because you're not you're not cleaning the area. So I then, at, since that YouTube video, there's a new part. So there's cleanse. So you, I use fire to cleanse my energy field, yeah. anything that's, that's there. Um, Archangel Michael's sword. And then you exfoliate, you, you have to then, uh clean the space so I use Archangel Metatron's or work with Archangel Metatron's energy and I always say thank you for using uh, your sacred geometry to clear the space that I am in so because uh, you can be clean and protected but the space that you're in could be yeah. upped so yeah. <laughs> I started doing the that's a technical term it's that's a terrible right. term when it's <laughs> fucked. Yeah. So the, yeah. the, there's four steps to cleansing your energy and then I'll, I'll take us through it if we've got enough time. Yeah, of um, course. Archangel, so cleanse your space first, exfoliate, which means the area that you're also in, hone by remembering who you truly are and then finally moisturize by yeah. putting yourself Steal in the bubble. In. Yeah. So that's the final step. And any time you forget to do it, whether you're out and about or excuse yourself and go to a toilet or a bathroom yeah. and do it there. Like I have 
I kid you not, every time someone <laughs> comes up to me and I'm, I've not done it, I'm like, can you give me two minutes, I'll come back to you, I just need to go to the bathroom. And I, I generally always do, because I, I literally pee so much. And um, <laughs> I drink like five of these. Drink lots of water, see that's yeah, good. Yeah. So I was like, um, so I'd done it at an event recently, someone had been, I am so offended because that I had, I had said to them, I need to go to the bathroom and back in two minutes. Um, and like, I was what a diva. I genuinely wasn't. Oh my God, that's funny. Cause you've just now told everybody. So everyone that you've ever met, you've said, I'll be back in two minutes is now uh, like triggered. I do do that a lot, but not, not all cases is because I'm trying to avoid no, it's their because you kind of remember. It just triggers that thing to go, oh, I haven't done it. Because I yeah, used to. I do. I do. Yeah. I, I think of, um, I started before, like, big things that I do. I started putting on Rhiannon by <laughs> with, with <laughs> Mac and then started doing this as, like, a, as a thing. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, so do we want to take it through? Yeah, let's do it. So um, it's super easy. I want you just to close your eyes, just allow your palms to face upwards, which is just about opening your energy. And we're just gonna take a few deep breaths just to center ourselves. Before we begin this little process, I want you to know that you are the keeper of your mind and body. You have a choice what energy and lessons you take on and what you don't. So if you're ever exposed to an energy that does not feel friendly or safe, know that within you, you hold the power to remove it, to say no, and to reclaim your space. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna call upon Archangel Michael and we're gonna invite him to remove any lower vibrations, cords, or connections to anything that is not serving you. And I'll say the prayer for you, you just receive the words. Thank you, Archangel Michael, the angel of fire, for using your sacred sword of truth to cut away any cords that bind me to people, places, situations, stories, fears, or any other bullshit I no longer need. <laughs> and imagine that there's a sword of fire moving around your energy field, cutting away connections and bonds to all situations that are no longer yours to carry. When you feel that that's done, just say thank you. Now we call him Archangel Metatron, who is the angel of the now age, the angel of evolution, and the protector of sacred geometry, and he can clear spaces. Thank you, Archangel Metatron, angel of the now, for using your sacred geometry to clear my energy field and the space around me. It feels so good to know that any energy that is stagnant, stuck, or not love is neutralized and chained back to love. And when you feel like that's done, just say thank you. Now bring your hands to the heart space. We're gonna say a little affirmation. This is about toning 
and remembering who you truly are. So in your mind, just repeat these words. I am the keeper of my mind and of my body. Wherever love is present, fear is a stranger. And love is here in me. I'll say that one more time. I am the keeper of my mind and body. Wherever love is present, fear is a stranger. And love is here in me. And then finally, hands come into prayer and you imagine that there is a bubble coming from the heart of source, wherever you may call that energy, God, Goddess, universe, quantum field. Imagine this light of source just washing over you like a waterfall and creating a bubble of light, keeping you safe and strong. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. I always do this at the end, I always open my hands up and make a bubble. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and if you're in a, you know, in the bathroom stall, you have, kind of have to go to the side. To yeah, do I was going to say, you're going to go right on there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially um, in my weird little bath, that's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> you made me a little bit emotional now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was really beautiful. But you, you, when you when you learn that, you can do it in literally like one minute. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then. Yeah. It's just. Wait, that how's quick. it go? Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely done it in the middle of like a supermarket. You know, I've done it in the car. You can do it whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Pleasure. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if we're pushing it for time but oh, i was wondering God. could could we do one quick little thing yeah. only if you want to if you're open to it what's that would you be <laughs> i was open? gonna say you can't ask you that without knowing card? what it is uh-huh. huh what was that the card i thought you were gonna say <gasps> i was actually gonna say that exactly you i literally looked at like can we pick a card do you yeah. i've got the ancestors if that's okay oh that's my favorite yeah mine too there's a there's one that both of you will really like coming. <laughs> oh, there's three more decks coming, oh, but really? when? Yeah. What time frame? I need to make sure this got, one. Um, one in November twenty one. Yep. Yeah. Writing uh, shit down. It's called the Gateway of Light activation deck, and it's Ooh. all windows into different parts of the other room. Yeah. And then. Love that an angel activation deck coming which is like the most new age one that will ever be created by me it's like out there <laughs> wait when's that one i guess that's going to be 22. yeah 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 and then there's one after that and it's a celtic pagany <gasps> <deck. laughs> yay i'm so excited <laughs> i not tell you about that one yet because we're not signed the contract so. <laughs> okay I find out tomorrow so oh, yeah. awesome. oh. <laughs> Whenever you pick a card, there's always one rule. The first pick is always the right pick. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Important to ask for what you need rather than what you want. So I always say yes. thank you, angels, universe, guides, for revealing to me what I need to know. 
Uh, and we'll pick one for our strength and one for our challenge. We'll do two. Yeah. Okay. Woo. Well, it's so funny because it's in, it, the first card was winter. Uh, <laughs> but, but it is for me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> When I was when I was creating this deck, it was um, I was so obsessed with watching this uh, documentary on Yellowstone National Park, and what I really loved was they put the wolves back in mm. Yellowstone, and they they always put their needs and priorities before any other being, and that just fascinated me. So this card says take care of your needs. So the card is about wolf medicine and recognizing that. Within you, you have the power, the potential, and the ability to track down what you need. Now, with that coming up, this card it says, all of us in this conversation and everyone that's watching right now, our strength is we know what we need. We know exactly what we need to support us, to help us grow, to help us feel safe, to help us feel contented. So it's our strength right now. We know exactly what it is we need in order for us to be well. And so it's important to stay centered on what we need. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's what our strength is. Yeah. Our challenge was the medicine mother. Oh. And um I wanted when I was creating this deck to, to put an African woman in it, but I also wanted to honor um the deities of those traditions and not like appropriate them. Yeah. So I asked for a, a vision of a being that I could connect to without putting a name on it or, you know, not honoring someone's tradition. And the medicine mother came to me in a dream. Wow. And um, this is about honoring your inner knowing. So our challenge is to make a move on what we know within us. Yeah. So if there's something that we know we need to do or action or step, that's our challenge. The next phase of our life the next part of our unfolding, our success, our joy, our happiness cannot come unless we take the first step in honoring what we know. Yeah. So if you're watching this right now and you know there's something that you need to do, a truth that you need to step into, something that you need to embody about yourself or your life that you've been putting off, that's what you need to do. That challenge helps you track down and step into the strength. Oh. Boom. Yeah, that's it. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, thank you for doing that. I'm thank so glad you. that you were happy to do that. Because I was like, oh, I wonder if we... I had them ready. I had them ready. Was... <laughs> you must be psychic. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but um, now, in all honesty, thank you so much for yeah. taking the time out of your busy schedule. I'm sure you've got many CrossFit things to do today. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm probably sure you're like itching to have some food. It, it's, it's almost yeah. food time, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, perfect. So, well, <laughs> please give Thor a big squeeze and a smooshy yes. kiss from us because <laughs> he'd be amazing. So, um, I will definitely be. Uh, this will be one of my most cherished episodes. I yeah, think. thank you and so I, much. I mean that. Me. It's such a pleasure. It's been so much fun. Thank you. I could talk I'll for hours. As lots. Oh uh, yeah, like, and yeah, like I know I said as. Back. I know yeah. I said yeah. as a joke. I was like, oh, you know, like it's not for me. It's for service to the viewers, but. <laughs> 
on some level it was for me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was a pleasure to be here. No, thank, thank you. you. We'd, we'd love to have you back in the future yeah. if, if you're definitely hundred percent, hundred. And if and when, when I won't say if, when all of this stuff blows over, do you think there's any likelihood of a tour to Australia in your oh, future? Yeah. You know, I really was going. To, I don't really want to travel that much anymore. Yeah. But I've yeah. always wanted to go to Australia. We're actually booked to go to Melbourne at one point, believe it or not. Oh, really? And then the event was changed to Hawaii. So, oh. when, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, was almost, I, I know to, where I'd be going. <laughs> I mean, I, I was so up for going to Melbourne because we'd been watching the Housewives of Melbourne. And, uh, <laughs> it looked brilliant. So, I also wait. There you too, know, so. Do you know Chica? Yeah. You know, Chica. I don't know them. I, no, no, but, but from the show, I mean. No, I don't know. I don't know their names. There oh, was, okay. uh, I've been watching it with my mum, but I remember there was like a psychic on it, wasn't there? Was it Jackie, maybe? Oh, hey. oh yeah, 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 Jackie. Yeah, ja yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Jackie she Gillies, yeah. sent her my angel cards because we just thought she was so cool. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Back then. Yeah, so Jackie, Jackie Gillies is married to one of the guys from, is it Silverchair? A band, right? Yeah, was it Silverchair? No, not Silverchair. What was his, What was the band? Yeah, that's right. Is it Silverchair? I don't know. But anyway, so um, no, cause so Chica, the one who's the event planner who owns the business with her husband and stuff. So I was on my um, Bucks night. You guys call it a Bucks night? Stag do, whatever you call it. Oh. Like the, yeah, I stag do. Yeah, so we on my stag do, we ended up like we did all this, like we went to the wineries, then we went to the hot springs, did all that kind of bougie stuff, whatever. And then we ended up at a pizza place in one of the bougie <laughs> parts of Melbourne because that's how I, I wanted the food that I like. So we went to an Italian wood fired pizza place. And mm -hmm. as I'm waiting to go in, I saw her leaving another cafe and I was like, Oh my god, a chica! Like, because I, I was at the time I was watching the show, I was obsessed with it. So then she ran down the street towards a moving vehicle because she was pulling out of the car. I'm like, Mind. what? Because I was like, my like majorly intoxicated by this point. Because yeah. like, I'd been at a winery all day, like just drinking back the wine, whatever. So I'm like, chica, can I have a photo? And so she made her husband pull over. And she oh, got, that was oh, nice. She got out of the car, took a photo with me, and like, I'm so sorry. She goes, Oh, what's the occasion? Like, you look all dressed up as a fuck. It's my, it's my stag juice. She goes, Oh my god. She goes, You don't seem drunk enough. I said, Oh no, I'm fucking tada. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so lovely. So I mean, the picture wasn't the greatest because I looked a little bit drunk, but it's okay. It's okay. I still got a photo. I with still you. got it. It's great. Oh, I mean, it. look. I mean, look. If you want to come to Melbourne in the future, we'll gladly accept you. Like, <laughs> yeah. come, like, come. Yeah. Oh, just, just That'd hit awesome. me, hit me up with an email. I'll see if we could tee it up for Swagger. Maybe we could see when Swagger's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I mean, mind you, they would have no idea who you are because it's a very different crowd. Oh no, they might actually. There yeah, might be a few. Do. There'd be a few who do. But oh, anyway. is that the night? I want to go to that. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. That, that, urb, that urban good. night, and you can that dance with Beyonce up on stage, like all the other. There's actually this this one guy that he knows the whole dance to single ladies. I mean, and every, I believe it. And every and every yeah, time it comes on, everyone just turns their head to watch him because we know he's gonna do it. <laughs> it's like it's like his stick. Anyway, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop. Thank you. But thank you so much for for coming again. And uh, yes, guys, so you'll have to tune in again real soon for our next episode. You know that we bring out two episodes a week. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember when this one is airing. It's cool. We will just air it when it airs. I don't remember <laughs> what. I don't remember what episode's next because my mind's just like. <clears throat> Bush. Anyways, we'll it. thank you once again, you and we'll see you soon. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye. <laughs>